Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100's Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, doing NCAA Week 9 game preview between the Michigan Wolverines and the Michigan State Spartans. The backyard brawl, as you see on the screen here, if you're watching us live on Facebook or on YouTube. If you like it, like I said, like, comment, share, subscribe. We have tons of amazing content each and every single week here on the channel not just on facebook youtube check us out on our podcast available anywhere list of podcasts spotify apple podcast itunes iHeartRadio, or if you enjoy listening to your shows also check us out on linkedin on instagram and we are available over there as well let's get into this one man a historic rivalry one more chapter is going to be written this upcoming week let's talk about this undefeated number four ranked michigan wolverines right now sitting pretty at 7-0 on the season Last week, they faced up against number 10, Penn State, a game in which a lot of people, including myself, was going to be a closer ball game, but Michigan decided it was not going to be the case. Big win in that one, 41-17. Let's dive in a little bit deeper. J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback, 17-24 and passing, 145, no touchdowns, one interception, but we know that Michigan is not a running, a passing team, right? We know that they like to go there. They like to run the ball, and did they ever. As a team, 55 carries, 418 yards, and four touchdowns. Whew. The two guys you look out for, Donovan Edwards, 16 carries for 173, a 10.8 average on the day, and two touchdowns. And Blake Corum, 28 carries for 166 yards with two touchdowns as well. Both those gentlemen run the ball all over the place. Expect a heavy dose of the run offense this upcoming week. The receiving core for what they did, Cornelius Johnson led the way three catches for 43 yards. Ronnie Bell behind him, five catches for 39. The defense, like I said, only gave up 17 total points. Um, shut them out in both the first and in the fourth quarter. On the day, Rod Moore led the way with five tackles, tied with Junior Colson. They did have two sacks on the day. Um, half sacks credited to Taylor Upshaw and Michael Barrett for one. And the other one coming from R.J. Motten. Four tackles for loss and three pass defender. No interceptions for the Wolverines, ranked number five right now in the AP Top 25. Now, let's move on over to Michigan State, a team who has we thought would be a little bit better, but they have lost four of their last five. They did get the win this past week 
against the Wisconsin Badgers in a double overtime thriller, 34-28. to In that ballgame, quarterback Peyton Thorne, 21-28 passing, 265, two touchdowns, no interceptions. You'd like to see it there. The running game, not as strong, but still pretty solid nonetheless. 36 total carries on the team for a little bit under 100 yards with two touchdowns. Jalen Berger, 16 for 59, and Elijah Collins, 14 for 43. Both those gentlemen were able to get in the end zone. Leading the way receiving-wise was Jaden Reed, nine catches for 117 yards total and got in the end zone once, and Keon Coleman, five catches for 79 and hit pay dirt twice. On the defense, like I said, only give up 28 points, not bad at all. Jacoby Windman. Led the way with 11 total tackles on the day behind him was Cal Holiday. As a team, three sacks count them. Give one each to Simeon Birrell, Charles Brantley, and to Brandon Wright. Nine tackles for loss. They were getting to those teams and poor pass defended with one INT coming from Jacoby Windman. So looking at this game, Michigan State got a much needed win um, to get just got back in the swing of things. It took a few more chances to get there, but they got it nonetheless. Meanwhile, Michigan is just dominating teams left and right. I mean, it has been just absolute just but besides really the Iowa game um, and the Maryland when they were very close ball games, they've just been blowing people out. So give me the Wolverines to get the win in this backyard brawl in this chapter. I'm going to go with the Wolverines getting the W. Give me 45 for Michigan and give me I'll go 28 for Michigan State. I think Michigan State is going to put up a good fight. It is a rival. But I think that that Wolverines team, who is right now looking really good, right now, right at the right in terms of the playoff, right? They're ranked number four right now, seven and zero. It's going to be a great season. I think the Wolverines are going to continue their dominance in this upcoming matchup. If you enjoyed the video, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Like I said, check us out Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, and our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy listening to your podcast. Hey, I've been your host today, Logan Lange. Like I said, if you liked the video, like, comment, share, subscribe. And we will be back with another live episode in just a little bit. We'll talk to you soon. Let's find out what Logan Landers has to say about the next game preview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 to Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, we have a special NCAA Week 9 game preview between the Georgia Tech Yellow, Yellow Jackets and the Florida State Seminole. So if you enjoyed this video or this episode of the podcast, please be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube. Check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, and also our podcast available anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts. So let's get into this one. Let's talk about the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Right now, three and four on the year, second in the ACC Coastal. On the year, this last game they had against Virginia, the Cavaliers lost a tough one, 16-9. Passing game, not much going. Combined 146 yards on 16-36 to passing. No touchdowns, one INT between the duo of Zach Gibson and Jeff Sims. The running game, not much to speak of as well. 37 carries for only 56 yards. Comes out to only a 1.5 average per rush. That is not going to get it done. Receiving core bright spot was Nate McCollum. Led the way with five catches for 62 yards. Uh, on the day, they had uh, three fumbles in total, but they did recover two of them. The one being lost was from quarterback Zach Gibson. The defense bright spot for Charlie Thomas and LaMiles Brooke. Both those gentlemen had nine tackles on the day. No sacks for the Yellow Jackets. Eight, pa- eight tackles defended and five passes defended. But they did have two interceptions on the day. A pick six from LaMiles Brooks. And Zomari Walton got in on the action as well with an INT. Tough game for the Yellow Jackets, just not able to muster much offense on the day in a tough loss to Virginia. 
Now, looking at the Florida State Seminoles, a very much a streaky team on the year. I said they started the year off hot with wins over some really solid teams, teams that they were supposed to beat and teams that they did beat. But in recent weeks, they have just struggled. They had a game against Clemson in which they lost in a tough one, 34-28. to Like I said, they came out the gates hot, four straight wins, but now they have lost three straight to Wake Forest, North Carolina State, and Clemson. All those teams are ranked. So Florida State sits at 4-3, and three, the game against Clemson, who moved to a perfect 7-0 on the season. Looking at the game, Jordan Travis, the QB, 24-42, 2-54, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Solid game, but just not quite enough. The running game was also looking really good for the Seminoles. On the day, they ran for a total of 206 yards on 34 carries with two touchdowns, one from Travis and the other one from DJ Lundy. The receiving core leading the way was Johnny Wilson, six grabs for 75 yards. Kentron uh, Poitier got one catch for 25 that resulted in a touchdown. And also Ja'Kai Douglas, one catch for six yards that got him six points. On the team for the defense, like I said, gave up 34, not the strongest day for that Florida State D. Derek McClendon, the second, led the way with eight tackles on in total, tied with Jamie Robinson. As a team, they did have three sacks, one of those from McClendon, the second, one coming from Dennis Briggs Jr., and the other from Malcolm Ray. Four tackles for loss, three passes defended, and no interceptions for the Florida State Seminoles. Like I said, they came out, you know, they were behind, they were tied in the first. The second quarter is really where Clemson got hot. They scored 17 points. They scored 10 in the third. But Florida State did manage to shut them out in the fourth quarter. Florida State themselves scored 14 points, but it was not enough and a tough loss for Florida State. So looking at these teams a little bit further, just uh, how they're doing so far in the season, who's leading what. For Georgia Tech, Jeff Sims, quarterback, leading the way with over 1,000 yards, throwing five touchdowns, three interceptions, but has been sacked 19 times, something to look out for. Hassan Hall, 73 carries for 372. Uh, Jeff Sims also ran the ball for over 300 yards so far in the season. Nate McCollum, the top receiver by far, 34 catches for 345 yards with one touchdown. And the defense, check out for Allende Ile, 71 total tackles for the young man in yellow jackets, looking good. Uh, also, as a team, they have 15 sacks, but they were not able to get any against Virginia this past week. For Florida State, they're looking pretty solid as two. Jordan Travis, over 1,600 yards, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, and only sacked six times on the season. Treshawn Ward leads the way with 48 or 488 total yards um, and three touchdowns. And Johnny Wilson, a man I mentioned earlier, leading the way, 27 catches, 492 yards, and three scores for him. For the defense, Jamie Robinson leads the way with 51 tackles. Right behind him is Tatum Bethune with 49. So looking at this game here between the Seminoles and the Yellow Jackets, it's going to be a good game in the ACC. But if I had to go with the winner in this one, I am going to go with the Florida State Seminoles winning this one. It's going to be a tough ball game, though. I think Georgia State, or excuse me, Georgia Tech is going to put a, a good fight up against this team. But in the end, I do not believe it will be enough for them to overcome. So I'm going to go with a final score in this one. Give me the Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets 28 and the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, I'll give them 41. So double points given away. Like I said, I think Florida State's offense is going to look really solid. I think Georgia Tech's going to have a good day. But I got the Seminoles get the win in this one. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. If you enjoy the video, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Like I said, go live, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, 
Also, check out our podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you enjoy listening to your podcast. I've been your host, Logan Landers. Have a great day, everyone. And we will talk to you again on another live episode of 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. We'll see you soon. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.